On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, today we have our first request from one of my friends on Hello Talk. And if you guys don't know what the Hello Talk app is, it's basically an app that lets you practice English, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, whatever language you set. Uh, it basically matches you with a bunch of people that you can practice English or practice whatever language you want to practice with. So it's pretty cool. You guys should head over and check it out. But uh, I got a request from uh, Ken Ge. Um, I'm going to read off the question for you guys and I'm going to talk a little bit about the question and, you know, give some of my experiences and some of my, um, you know, like lessons that I've learned throughout my 33 years on this planet. I'm going to try to share with you guys. But Kenka, this is a shout out. I'm replying to my uh, my question on Hello Talk, and this podcast is going to be dedicated to answering your question. So um, Kenka asks, um, he wants me to talk about Asian role models that I grew up with, and that I look up to, and uh, what their views are, and also some of the experiences with fobs in America. So I guess there's a couple of questions um, throughout that question that he asked so I'm gonna try to break it down and talk about it in the best way that I can so um, as you guys all know I grew up uh, in California in a small city called Sacramento but I currently live in Los Angeles and I work here um, so growing up I guess in a Western country let alone in a predominantly white um, uh, high school and a white middle school um, the Asian population was about between the five and six percent it was nothing much at all so um, it didn't matter if you're like Korean, Chinese, Japanese, uh, Taiwanese, whatever you were, we all kind of like hung out and kind of like stuck together. So, um, basically we all got along with each other and, you know, we kind of like helped each other out, whether it'd be like bullying or whether it'd be like sharing each other's lunches or whether it'd be like just kind of like playing sports with each other. We kind of all bonded, you know, we didn't really see each other as like, um, you know, Korean or Chinese or Vietnamese or whatever, you know, we just knew that we were Asian. We were all grouped under this big umbrella called Asian. Um, so it was really tough growing up uh, to find role models because, you know, when people look for role models, they they look, you know, in media, they look in movies, they look in ma uh, magazines, they look in like comics. And um, if you grew up in the United States back in the 1990s, um, the majority of people in mainstream media are white, pretty much white, right? They're white, either male or female. If you watch like hero movies, all the superheroes are white. So um, it's kind of like weird to, to grow up and see you see an Asian face on the big screen, right? But for me, you know, I was always, always um, thought it was cool whenever I saw Bruce Lee on the screen, you know, uh, for you, those of you guys that don't know who Bruce Lee is, he's Lee Xiaolong. He's like the martial artist. Um, he was like a movie uh, actor slash uh, martial artist who kind of 
uh, founded Jeet Kune Do and Way of the Intercepting Fist. Um, I don't really know exactly uh, his whole life, but basically he was a movie star. He was born and raised in uh, the U.S., but moved back to Hong Kong for a certain amount of time and then moved back to the U.S. again, started making movies, taught Kung Fu to foreigners, which at that time was kind of like taboo thing to do. But he was like this super confident, like alpha male kind of guy, like didn't really give a crap about what everybody thought about him right and we need more of that kind of presence in like mainstream media today especially with like asian actors and characters and uh people so on and so forth but i think he was one of the main um uh role models i looked up to because i thought not only was he asian but he was like this this boss like nobody could pick on him nobody could could mess with him and um you know he carved the way for like like other Asian Americans or other Asians to like uh, chase their dreams and you know tear into media into Hollywood, he kind of like broke down all the stereotypes that Asian men were like weak and and timid and scared and uh, you know like that were very emasculated by like Western media and that's still happening today. But because of Bruce Lee, you know it it even nowadays after like he passed away like um, years ago. Even in that new movie, uh, Once Upon uh, Once Upon a Time, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, there's that whole um, uh, controversial thing with like uh, Quentin Tarantino, uh, the director of that movie, putting in a Bruce Lee character, which he was defeated by this like cowboy uh, guy played by Brad Pitt. But anyway, um, I think you know there's still a lot of like uh, issues going on with like Asian identity and like emasculating asian men in media it's it's still going on today uh, today's day and age but it's less but so it's kind of hard to like look up to um you know role models back then but now i think there's so many asian actors that you can look up to you know and um one of my favorite uh i guess asian uh role models i look up I look up to aside from bruce lee is uh, wang li hong you guys don't know who wang li hong is he's a taiwanese abc um uh, american uh, singer-songwriter he sang a lot of Chinese songs and he only sang Chinese songs like 95% of the time he sang English songs here and there but I thought he was really cool because not only did he kind of like um, I thought his music was good but he introduced Chinese music to the world he's very proud to be Asian and very proud of his like Taiwanese uh, Chinese uh, heritage and his roots so um, if you guys listen to him or follow him at all like you know that uh, he grew up in a um, environment where he was also bullied, um, but through music, he was able to like bridge uh, those bridges and, and bring everybody together. But for the most part, a lot of Asian Americans that grew up here did experience some kind of like racism and some kind of like uh, stereotyped in a negative way. So I think for you to like grow up in that environment and to still be proud of who you are, embrace your roots and grow and still spread your culture throughout the world, I think those are the kind of people that I look up to. Um, so top two, uh, my top two role models are Bruce Lee and Wang Li Hong, and those two guys are definitely, um, even to, to this day and age, I still listen to his music and I still think he's an awesome role model. Um, I'm not really too big into like um, kissing ass or like kind of like paying attention to like ce uh, celebrities' lifestyle because I don't get starstruck. But I think um, if I've ever met Wang Li Hong, I'd probably thank him for what he did um, to like Chinese music and trying to like bring it to the West and introduce it to the Western culture and being proud of, of himself and representing all the Asian people on this planet. Um, uh, last but not least is also, I look up to Jeremy Lin a lot too. I think he has a special story and I think he has had a lot of struggles playing in the, in the NBA. You don't rarely see any Asian people, let alone like 
in ABC. So um, I think I'll talk about this more later on the podcast, like whether if you're an ABC or if you're like a fob or like fresh off the boat, a person from Asia being born in Asia, I think our struggles and experiences and even perspectives are completely different. Um, So sometimes I think um, people in Asia can't really relate to what it's like growing up in the West. Um, But anyway, we'll talk about that more later in the podcast. But I think Jeremy Lin is also an awesome, awesome um, pioneer for like Asian Americans and Asian in general, because he is really proud of his roots. And um, he mentioned in one of his 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 talk shows or on one of the shows that he was a part of that, you know, during the lowest point of his career, all the Asian fans still stuck with them. So, um, you know, like people show their true colors when you are like, you know, in times of crisis and when you got nothing going for you, that's when you know who your true allies and your true uh, friends are. So he is playing for the CBA now. And so basically he, um, you know, represents Asian culture um, to like the highest, the highest order. And he, he talks about it in his, in, in his interviews. He embraces the culture. He, he like carries himself, I think really well. And he's not ashamed to, to represent even on you know the biggest stage in in, in the U.S. and in, in a Western country where uh, Americans like don't even see him as an American, even though he was born and raised here, just because you know we have yellow skin and black hair. Um, but anyway, those three guys, you know Bruce Lee, Wang Yinghong, and Jeremy Lin, they're awesome. If you guys need anybody to look up to, definitely look up to those people. Not only are they like just just really good role models, they're they're highly educated and you know they carry themselves very well with confidence with grace and um they're very genuine people so you guys can't go wrong um by following those people and um trying to learn from them um and i think uh second part of the question is basically like you know my views um and experiences with like fobs in america so let's talk a little about this word fob right uh fob means fresh off the boat and it's kind of like a derogatory kind of racial term um but depends on how you use it. Uh, I don't try. I try not to use it too much. But you know, some people kind of like use it more than others. But basically, it kind of means that you are like born in Asia, and you kind of like cross cross borders and you come over to like the U.S. or Canada or wherever to like a Western country, and uh, people call you this word "fa" because you you don't speak English well and you look different. You dress different. Um, your cultural views are different and like even though you might study really well or get good grades or get a lot of high marks or scores on your tests or or do well in work or in your career you're still always going to have this 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 fob kind of like um, word attached to you so i don't think it's a bad thing because i think you know there's there's a lot of positives that you can take away from this right because in college i had most of my friends are fobs right i had a lot of fob friends from japan korea a lot from taiwan and a couple from china they were all really nice to me, you know. They never bullied me. They welcomed me as like their family. They didn't care if I spoke Chinese like crap. Um, it's a lot better now, but back then I couldn't really speak it that well. And uh, we hung out, we played basketball. We um, pretty much like did everything together, you know. Um, here's a quick story for you guys. Back in college, uh, my second year in college, I was like the super serious student. I got up every day at, uh, to go to calculus uh, tutoring sessions in the morning because. You know, I didn't fit that Asian stereotype that I was good at math. So actually, I failed calculus the first time. I had to retake it. Um, so I had to go to the teacher's tutoring office hours in the morning at 7 a.m. every day to get tutored on calculus. Um, so I was I was like trying to cram, trying to get good grades, you know. 
um, you know, because like you know, you guys all know the Asian worth e uh, ethic, and then your parents are strict that you have to get good grades. Blah 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 blah. But it wasn't until the third and fourth year that I met one uh, Taiwanese student in one of my classes, right? And I remember her name to this day. I have I haven't really talked to her for the last probably fifteen years, but her name was Kate, um, and her Chinese name was Ching. So we we all called her Kate. But because of her, she invited me to um, meet all of her Taiwanese friends, and we met each other. We played basketball. They invite us to their parties, to their barbecues, and it was like the first time in my life that I felt like really welcomed. So that's why I have this like really good relationship with like Taiwan and with like Taiwanese people because I feel like they're always nice and genuine, and they've been there for me. And um, this is one of my like you know greatest stories of my life is that you know I developed the best. Relationships through my last two years of my college career, and um, so I think throughout that process, I I gained um, a lot more insight and a lot more cultural um, identity through those experiences, and I became more interested in my culture, my roots, the language, and that's when I started listening to Chinese music. If you guys all listened to my previous podcast, I mentioned about that. Um, but I think fobs in America are generally viewed as like. Like second class, you know, like they're not, they don't people don't look up to them as as a high of a status as like Asian Americans or ABCs or even like white people, you know. Um, obviously, you know, if you're like a white male in this country, you know, you're gonna have like the first the first uh, seat in the house, right? Because you know, like ninety percent of like the media these days are just like um, per uh, perpetuating like positive stereotypes for like white males, but. I think Asians are on the rise too, and you know we're getting our voices heard. We're getting a lot of recognition, whether it be through like uh, mainstream pop music, movies, um, shows, sports. Um, but fobs in America, it's one thing. I think I have a lot of fob friends, so I can kind of relate to their mentality a little bit. And I think like a lot of fobs, they feel like they're kind of like second class citizens or they're second tier. And this kind of mentality. Um, kind of like shows how you carry yourself, right? For example, uh, a lot of like people in in like China or, or even in Taiwan or even Japan, like like some of my friends, they watch a lot of Western movies more more so than even like their own local, uh, uh, you know, like shows like te television shows or movies in their own country. And when you watch a lot of like mainstream stuff, you kind of get um, influence and you kind of get sprung a little bit and and maybe there's a slight infatuation that goes along with that too that you think a western culture or western people are actually better than than eastern people or you know but i think fobs that actually come to a foreign country they feel like they're second class citizens so they kind of like do what they're told they're very polite they're kind of like very beta you know so they 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 do a lot of things and they they kind of play into like the foreigner stereotype that like you know they're easy, they're they're weak, and they're just very like beta. You know they're very non-alpha like. So I think fob has that like negative uh, cognition, but I think a lot of fob students are kind of learning. They're growing. You know, um, ABCs I know have this kind of thing going on where they kind of like also look down on on fobs somewhat. And I think that's kind of really stupid and kind of like messed up i think because i think why are you, i mean who are you and why are you to look down on people right in the first place but second place it's like dude come on man we're all asian we should all like stick to each other we should all help each other out and like bring each other up why 
are you putting down this person because they are inferior to you just because they don't speak English as well as you do or because you grew up in America or in the West and you feel like you're more superior than them because you like have access to all these like fancy cars or like cool clothes or you have like uh, white friends or whatever uh, you know you know I mean the list goes on and on but I think I disagree with that and I think a lot of people that have traveled the world and are actually cultured and embrace their roots they actually love getting to know people of like different countries and different cultures and backgrounds so i love fobs i think um the word fob deserves to be kind of like recoined and i think people should you know give fobs more credit and, and give fobs more you know like a positive um outlook because i think that like it's not easy coming to a country such as like the u.s um speaking english as an as a second language and then making something of yourself right like working hard becoming successful getting a good job like assimilating into like western culture i mean my parents are fobs pretty much right if you're gonna put it that way like my dad was a fob but i mean he's probably way more successful than like 90 percent of americans out there he came over here with nothing and he graduated with a bachelor's did his master's and had a phd and he taught helpless at uc davis for at some point before switching over to working as an economist um but anyway what i'm trying to say is that um you know it's really difficult to like kind of like oh sorry guys i don't i think you guys hear that bog the dogs barking outside right like this whole podcast the dogs didn't bark but then all of a sudden they start barking but apologies for that hope you guys can still uh hear clearly yeah, i want to try to talk louder so to kind of like cloud out that those dogs but um yeah it's uh um i mean i have a lot of fob friends and even till this day i think i feel like i get along better with the fobs because they're more understanding, they're more open-minded, and they're actually more genuine, I think. And not to say anything negative or put down a lot of ABCs or Asian Americans, but the biggest difference I see between ABCs and FOBs are that ABCs are more like a little more cocky, and then they say things, but they, they don't necessarily do them, you know? And versus with FOBs, like they treat you as like their family. So if they really want to be your friend and they like you, they care for you and they're actually like genuinely want to get to know you, come over, cook, eat, like sit down with you, have a tea, talk about life, you know? So I think it's the biggest cultural difference right there just between like the two personalities is that. But um, yeah, Kenka from Hello Talk, I hope this podcast like helps you uh, get some more insight into what I think about fobs and in America and, you know, Asian role models growing up. Um, I don't know what your situation is, whether you're an ABC or a fob or just kind of a mix of both. But um, I think... Um, you know, I, even though I was born and raised here, I think I am kind of a little bit more fobby myself <laughs> compared to like a lot of ABCs in the U.S. I'm I'm more fobby than they are, but also not 100% like fob fob like coming from Vietnam or Taiwan. But in a nutshell, I think you know fobs in America they work hard and they study hard. So if they can work hard and become successful and and do well in a country that's like that they weren't born in you guys should definitely go out there and, and, you know, learn from them, take a page out of their book and talk to them, feel inspired and just motivate yourselves and, and, and say, Hey, you know, if they can do this, I can do it too, you know, or maybe ask them for some help or, you know, get to know them because I think, um, times are changing. You guys don't know, uh, October 1st, 1949 until now it's China's 70th, um, anniversary marking the, the day that, you know, the communist power came into power in China. Um, so I think that's, you know, it's, it's Asia is on the rise. Okay. Like you can't deny that. And I think it's been proven now that, you know, stereotypes, uh, all these negative, 
um, outlook or like perspectives about Asian people. I mean, you can't keep that going on forever. And movies that like movies such as like The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise being this white guy being the Last Samurai versus uh, going over to like. Uh, the Great Wall with Matt Damon being the savior, saving all the Chinese people and then getting the Asian girl. Like, those kind of movies are, like, shit. Like, in my opinion, they're just stupid. And, like, they not only do they prove that white people are insecure about, like, you know, like, Asian people on the rise. Like, Asian people don't need white people to save them anymore, okay? Like, we are strong enough. We can save ourselves. Um, this topic is a little sensitive to me because I think Western people still don't get it that, you know, like, they think Asians are as good or as nearly as good um whatever we do it's like you still gotta kind of like put us down a little bit just so they can feel more superior so i think that's gonna that's changing fast so watch out man asia is on the rise and we're coming for you guys (laughs) um anyway so hope you guys like that podcast um it's a great topic great question can go and for those of you guys that are listening to my show on hello talk you know Feel free to message me more, um, post any questions, and I'll definitely try to talk about that. Um, shed more light into um, anything that you guys want to know, because I think I have a really grand perspective on on this on this topic. Because I think it's like the bread and butter of like my podcast channel, and I, I'm so glad that you asked this question, Kenga. So this podcast is dedicated to you, and thank you for everybody that's listening and tuning in. Um, I love you guys, man. You guys are awesome, and keep on listening, keep supporting me, and. I'll try to give back as much as I can. So have a great night, y'all. Peace out. And uh, hope you guys sleep well, all right? Wa'an. Good night. Ta-tien.